So yeah, hey guys, welcome to episode four of uh, W Talk. Uh, today's episode is with a friend of mine who we can't even track back the last time we probably met each other. It's probably been the first, well, it was the first job I had, which was in events. Um, and we used to work uh, kind of Wembley chefs, which was probably when we were 19, I think, yeah, around 19, yeah. 20 years old. We're now 26, 27. So let's take it back first to when we first met each other, which was at our part-time jobs. What were you doing at that point in your life? I'm guessing you were at uni or going to uni. And yeah. What was your kind of long-term plans at that point? Um, I was at uni at that point and I was studying, studying aerospace engineering. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was quite challenging. Um, I had a group, a group of friends, I think I'd say, who helped me get through it. Um, but it was like a straight master's degree, so a four-year degree. Um, which you finished? You completed which, yeah, which I finished. Um, I got two one. Oh, nice. Well, not too bad, but. That's smart. I mean, aerospace ain't for idiots. I was that close in the first class, and I'm like, nah, I didn't even care about that shit anymore. Like, whatever. So, what were the plans? So, doing aerospace engineering, you're probably so, looking to get into. You're working for Land Rover and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, my initial going in, I actually started on a pilot studies course. So, my initial ambition was to become a pilot. Oh, nice. Um, but then, kind of getting into it and understanding more of the lifestyle that comes with it. I was like, nah, this, this, I can't, it's not a lifestyle I want to mm-hmm. live. Um, so I kind of then diverted that. I didn't want to be an engineer. I, I, like, I, saw, I had good technical knowledge and stuff, but I wanted to be more from a management point of view. Um, so towards the final year of my MNG degree, I decided I wanted to take on the project manager role um, for the final year project that we did. Um, so I was managing a group of 12 people, 12 engineers, uh, we delivered a project. And that's what I used to kind of get me into my Jagalan River job. I leveraged that. So literally, I got to interview. Um, so this, this, this isn't a, this isn't a, uh, the normal graduate job to say, oh yeah, go get graduate jobs. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in it for that paycheck. <laughs> so only, only because, again, people are around me. So I had the inspiration from two friends, Tak and, oh, I forgot his name now. Um, another guy um, at uni, they both got contracting jobs at Ford. Mm. And I was like, mate, they're no different from me. Exactly, like, why, can't why, I why, why can't I get it? So I, I started looking for contracting jobs. And luckily, yeah, there was a project management role available. Um, so I leveraged the final year project I did when the interview kind of made it sound like that was my industry experience mm-hmm. um, and used that to get a job. And the manager that, that interviewed me kind of took a chance and he's like, you know, young kid, ambitious kid, let's, let's see what you can do. Okay, uh, just bring him in. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm always, that's Shout out to Ian Wallace. You left uni, you joined Land Rover. And then, were you there the whole time up until college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I've, I've so been three I've, years. Two, uh, no, long? four, five, almost five years. Oh, well. So yeah, it's been it's been a while. So you're dedicated to them for. Um, yeah, it was a great company. Pay pay was good. Can't complain. Drive nice cars. Great. I always saw your stuff every time. <laughs> I was like, this guy's switching cars every week. I got to experience those cars as one. Well, like now. It's very hard to like, I don't repeat, I like, <laughs> there's certain things I need to have in the car. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like crucial things. Um, and when you experience something like better things in life, you just hard to go back. Yeah. And I got to go to New York in first class. Like that. Um, <laughs> that I've said to myself, oh. Alfred, whatever you do, the first time you take first class. Make sure. I, yeah, I, I, can, I can sustain it. Because <laughs> I, I know the minute I experience that, oh. I can't go back. You can't, man. Because I think I've done an economy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Bloody economy flight to Thailand, and Thailand's like thirteen hours. Yeah. So economy in that, you feel it. Yeah. It feels like a bus. And then, like no offense to people that do economy, but it's just like it's it's hard, man. Like, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, it's it was different. It's, it's, different. it's way different, man. It's so different. 
yeah, once you taste a bit of a good life, as you're saying, at least you want to do it. So when you do do it, you're not doing first class, and then the next week you're doing economy. Exactly. You're no, eating out for a takeaway meal. So it's yeah. just like, keep that, <laughs> keep that consistent. So you obviously being at Land Rover five years, yeah. obviously as you were there every year gone by, I'm pretty sure you're probably thinking long-term, you probably saw yourself at this company for long, or what was your long-term No, actually, for? funny enough, this, this is, everything kind of changed. So like year one, this is how early, year one. So after a full year of working at Jaguar Land Rover, earning good money, I was, me, I was living my life, mm. going on holidays. I used to, I'd go like four holidays a year. Well, so I was just enjoying. Yeah, so. just enjoying. And enjoying work. Yeah, enjoying work. Work was great. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing bad about work or anything like that. It's just, I just saw, because I was looking forward, I was like, okay, cool, this is year one. This is pretty much what it's going to be like. And it's only going to get more intense or whatever. I'm going to go up the, go up the ladders, whatever it is. Um, do I really want to do this? How much money? This this was the first time I actually sat down to search what's the highest I could and earn. What got you to think like that? Why? I was, I've always had this thing of I want to be rich young. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, can I, I do this at this job? Yeah, yeah, can I do this at this job kind of thing. And like, okay, what does it mean to, to earn, I don't know, six figures, mil, a million, a million a year? Uh, how would I go about doing it? So this is the first time I just sat down to sit, okay, what can I earn for this job? I mean, project manager, um, even a senior project manager, I think you'd have to need to at least have 10 years. Experience. Like usually, but don't get me wrong, you can do it quicker. Uh, but 10 years to only earn over maybe 100 grand, 110. 10 years experience. Yeah, it's like, mate, I, can make, I should be able to make a lot more in 10 years. I kind of had a, like, a friendship group back at uni who we're still in contact today and we kind of catch up all the time. So I said, all right, let me just give a, Give them a call, see how they how they for mm. work and what their thoughts. And everyone had the same like feeling, like come on, work. Yeah, money's good. Don't get me wrong, um, it's a good start. But there's surely more to life than doing this. Like we've mm. always had big ambitions of doing bigger things. Um, we wanted to do more quite young and work. Yeah, it wasn't one. Yeah, wasn't wasn't it? And at union, we used to talk about, or I used to talk about um, properties like a retirement vehicle. So that's how kind of I kind of. Then so you've always had a bit of property in the back of your mind. Yeah, that, that was something. I just always thought it was like, I'll just as I work, I'll make some money and then buy some properties and have a portfolio of properties and then that kind of be my retirement money. Um, Is it like a family then, thing? Do you have any family or close friends in property which always like planted that seed back then, or no. you just always just known about oh, I'm gonna make a bit of money and then just get on the property ladder eventually? Yeah, it's, it's, it wasn't even family or anything. It was just it's more just I guess maybe the information I was I was listening to at the time and uh, kind of me knowing that. Wealthy people had um, property mm, uh, around them, so I just thought I didn't really do any research to it. I just, just, just it was just more of a want. Mm. What does it mean to invest in property? All that stuff. Um, so the first book I think I read, I think so after after this conversation with my friends, I think my friend Tabo was the one that recommended reading uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad book. Oh yeah. So for me, that was that was the trigger point. For that was me. the first ever book. You yeah, read. first ever. Yeah, because I don't really read. Mm. I, I still don't really read. I, I'm more listen to audibles than. Mm then read, physically read a book. Um, and that was, that was a trigger. I then from there on got quite heavily into it. He then found, or his missus found us like a seminar, um, like, a, like a franchise of Rich Dad Poor Dad. And then so we went to it. Um, and then yeah, from there that's pretty much- Is he in property as well, that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people, this is why I'm looking forward to speaking to you, because personally speaking, I'm not on the property ladder. I speak to a lot of yeah. people, but it's everyone's dream, or well, not even dream, but like yeah, it's a standard thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the standard thing, but oh, I want to get on the property ladder. Yeah. Everyone, I spoke to some other person a few days ago, they're like, I'm trying to get on the property ladder. Like everyone tries to do it. So what, how did you get onto it? Be before, before I get into how I got into it, I just want to kind of, there's, there's this, obviously this, everyone's talking about getting the property ladder. I, I, obviously I've done it, but looking back, 
it, I guess it depends. Everyone's got a step in life. Way it depends where you want to go and who you are mm. as a person. What you want to achieve. Um, I I do think if you're someone that's like business driven, you're an entrepreneur trying to build something for yourself. I personally would say stick to the rent and stuff. Mm. The reason I say that if you do the simple math, maths don't lie. So if you was a renter and you, you was renting a property, um, your outgoings even if it's a grand a grand a month, yeah just on outgoing to cover your bills, cover whatever you mm. your accommodation, even a thousand pounds, so that's that's 12 grand a year. Mm. To buy a house, a decent house, you probably got to put a good 30, 30 I don't know. Oh, that's on the location as yeah, well. Yeah, depending depend on locations or depending on where you are in the country. So let's say your leverage has put 30 grand down on deposit. That's 30 grand down just, just to get the house, to get the keys. Then you've got the fees, the, the legal fees, let's say another five grand all that, kind of stuff. so 35 grand you're in. Then you've got to furnish the house. Mm. So if you're someone like me who's got a taste... Nice, <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen your, your TV on the wall. Nice so it's like, you're going to probably spend another 15 grand, it's 10 to 15, 20, even, depending on how much you want to spend, just to furnish the house. Mm. And then you start paying your mortgage mm. each year. What are we saying? Let's say let's round it up so we're in 50 grand all, all in, just to get just to keys, get on here. Yeah, get the keys out. Then you've got to start paying a grand each, each month. Year one, you paid 62 grand. Mm. Yeah? If you had a business idea, that you wanted to like push forward and believe in yourself again it comes on self-belief put that money in that instead. you can put that money into that instead mm -hmm. that 62 grand will bring you a lot more money or i'm assuming that you know what you're doing mm -hmm. so this, this assume that you know what you're doing you know how to make money and grow grow your wealth you can make more money with that 62 grand and put into that house mm -hmm. um versus the 12 grand you would have to spend on your rent anyway so you've got 50 grand to play with basically mm -hmm. if you didn't do that if you didn't own a house mm -hmm. so i did that so basically my, my, my story was so I guess I'll take it into um, how I started the property. So I like to say that my friend took us on this course. The first initial course was like a grand um, to go to, to, the, to the course. It was like a three day, two day, three day course. Yeah, three day course. Then they had this like advanced package, which was like 25, no, 24 grand. Oh, the hell. Yeah, yeah. So, so from a grand to 24 grand. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was just, there were different levels of package that you can choose. The 1001. Um, obviously, they talked about different levels. I think, I don't know, there's maybe like 20 and then it just went up from there, mm -hmm. basically. Um, but the one I picked, it was like four courses, so four different topics in property, um, uh, three-day mentorship, uh, and there's like over a two-year period. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was actually in the position of buying a house, and I said, you know what, I can go buy this house. You had the have... money to buy the house? Yeah, 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 so I had the money to buy the house. I was like, I can go buy the house. Um, or I can invest in this course, or in, 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 well, I was investing in myself to gain more knowledge, similar to what I did when I did my uni degree. I invested 25 grand mm -hmm. to get a degree, which then got me my job. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, let's take a chance again. Let's, let's put this money into this educational course. I'm gonna learn. Because again, for me, it's all about self-belief. If you don't believe in yourself, there's no point. Ever starting. Yeah, you're just gonna waste the money making that decision and saying, you know what, I can, I could risk that money. I'm young. I think at the time I was 22, 23. Mm. So it's like, what have I got to lose? I've got plenty of years ahead of me. I, I could spend 25 grand. I could tell you how I'm going to spend 25 grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, so mm. let, let me get into that. Um, so everyone's looking at me crazy, like, Alfred, what the fuck would you pay someone? Did you, did you still have a girlfriend back then as well? Yeah, so. Ooh, yeah. yeah, so, so I, I paid. So I paid. I, there was no money from her. I, I said, because for me, it was very important for her to understand what it is I was getting involved mm. in. And, and, I wanted her to understand yeah. and believe the vision. Exactly. So for so me, it wasn't about, oh, let's chip in, let's play it. Half I paid for the whole thing. And again, couldn't be crazy for that. I'm like, listen, 
I'm living for it. I want her to, like I want to keep it. I need her to be on the same wavelength yeah, as exactly, me. Yeah. Um, so I know what I'm doing. That's what I want to do. That's my decision. So I did that, um, and yeah, it's been a long journey in terms of when I initially started. So I think back in 2017, I'd say I start taking property seriously, and literally even within the first year, the information I'd I'd learned from that um, course that I did was something called creative financing, and it's a principle about borrowing money cheaply and using that money to then make more money. Mm. Um, so that's what I did. So I had, I know, I've got friends that are like in the event industry in the terms of, um, so like raves that you'd normally go to where you bring artists down to perform at university. So I'm, I was based in the Midlands, so got in contact with a few people who were in events who were quite well known and had a track record. And I said, what can we do? Um, what do you need to kind of run your business? Mm. Uh, and I said, the capital is what they need. So again, I was lucky again in the sense I know for around me that I have money. So it's like, okay, we they would say Alfred would need 20 grand to get this artist down um, to come perform at Coventry University. And you were the one that So I would borrow the money cheaply from a friend, work colleague, whatever. Mm. Um, and then I would put it into, so I, I don't, I'm not involved in the event, I'm just funding. You're just helping fund the event, yeah. yeah. So I'm just helping fund the event. And yeah, and I made that money, I made that 25 grand back within that year. I, I bought my house the year after. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so. For me, like that money paid back already, like, and I hadn't, I hadn't even bought a single property yet. <laughs> and this is the crazy thing. So for me, it was, the information was still, you can apply that to business. So the information I learned, you can apply that to just, just being, being someone who's creative with money, basically. Um, and the whole burn and borrowing money cheaply, for me, that's massive and it still is massive for me now. Because if you can get money for cheap, get, yeah, you can, you, can, you can multiply that money and still pay back your investors. Um, their returns and, and the initial capital that you brought up there. Uh, and then from there on, I, I got a bit, I want to say greedy, but because it was a good lump sum of money. Mm. So don't get me the event industry was great. We're, we're, two years through, we're making, we're making a killing. Mm. Um, was this all by yourself you were doing? Or you, what, you were working with them? No, so I was still, still, work, still working. So I wasn't involved in actual event. You just day put day. the money in. Just, I just, just ask, they just tell them what they need. I'll send the money to them, we'll have a contract in place, I'll stipulate what the agreement is, who's getting what. Um, and yeah, two years, I kind of got, I kind of got out of property in a sense. Mm. I wasn't really taking the action, the right action to progress, build up a property portfolio. It was more, oh, I like this, let me keep making this money. Um, but what I quickly realized was, well, if I don't do these events, or the events don't physically happen, then we don't make any money. Mm. So now it's like, how can I get to a point where I'm, I'm making income as opposed to lump sums of money. Lump sums of money are great, but... You want to diversify yourself a little bit, yeah. I wouldn't even say diversify, it's more sustainability, because, for example, like COVID now has happened and events aren't happening. Um, so if you carried on doing that, I carried on, I would have nothing around me and that would, that would have been it. I would have lump sums of money, but again, I'm spending them on using money for other mm. things. Um, so, do you know what I mean? So for me, it was now focused on income. What can I, well, I know what I could buy, which is property. Um, and that could bring me income. And that's what I want for me now, all I'm interested in is income. Even property-wise, you won't see me doing like a flip, what people say is flip is you buy a house, renovate it, and you sell it for more. You don't do that? Yeah, I, I, for me, I want rental income. I so love have you done that before though? No, never, 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 never more. Because for me, I'd rather just go to events. Mm. It's quick. So what, do you, so what do you do in the housing game now? I mean, we'll, we'll dive into that more, so like, yeah. What is your approach in housing? So you don't buy a house and flip it. You no for me buy it to just rent it out. Yeah, so I buy it. So I want to buy stuff that are like that need work to it. For me, when I'm when I'm looking at properties to buy, I'm looking for a property that has space. So I'm more con con concerned on the floor space of the property. 
can I chop it and change it? Because mm. it doesn't matter how it looks today. I'm going to reinvent the room, mm. the rooms of the house. It will go down, up, sides, whatever. Um, on a rare to create a maximum. So floor space. space is more important to you than the Exactly. Um, so for me, I'm trying to get as, as many, not as like many rooms, but I'm creating spacious rooms. Again, depending on what products you put out there, I, I'm in the game to put out great products where they, they can go off the market quickly when mm. they, they, people see it. Um, so I'm not in, in it to kind of create these box rooms because I can fit, I mean, you can fit more rooms on properties, but it's like, what do you gain by doing that? Mm. Potentially can have voids and issues later on. And I'm, I'm all about sustainability. Put out a product that can sustain the market for, for as long as possible. Back to the income stuff, it was just purely income. Um, and I, I only focus on income. I don't, I'm not interested in anything else. Like flips. Mm. It's good money. Don't get me wrong. There's some but this is just your money. avenue. This is what you do. Yeah, for now, for now anyways. I'm sure you have friends in the property game that do flip. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it depends where you are as well on the journey. I feel like for me now, because obviously I was working, I was, I was working. So for me, I wanted to get out of work, not because I hate it, because I knew I could do more of my time and the more opportunity found outside of work. And regardless of how much work you can put into a job, there's only so high up you can go, I feel like. Whereas when you're working for yourself, the, li the limits are way higher. You yeah. can put in a lot of work and then get way yeah. more money, in fact. I would say the returns are greater um, working for yourself. Again, it, it all comes to your, your self-belief, your self-motivation, because this, this stuff isn't easy. Like Taking risks. Yeah, because it's bigger risks you've got to take as well to, to kind of get better returns I guess um, and for me I felt like being at work kind of limited me in that sense I feel, I feel like because I always said to people like okay I don't care how motivated you are but if you're starting your day and you're constantly like so when, I, when I'm at work for me I'm coasting mm -hmm. I'm not developing mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just coasting like but this, this this is how I felt at work I didn't I wasn't using any brain cells I wasn't I wasn't I was just coasting mm -hmm. So for me to then, okay, I've done my nine to five and I want to get back to work and now I want to up my energy levels and mm. push myself even more. It's like, well, I spent 60% of the day posting <laughs> Already, yeah. and now I want to try and jump it up. Mm. It's just a bit like, you've got to have some, the push has got to be really there for, for that to really happen. Um, don't get me wrong, but Jaguar Land Rover is a great company, like great company to work for, I can't fault it. It's the only company I've ever knew to be honest, mm. but this is the only job you had after uni. Yeah, because but speaking to people that have kind of been, been around, been around the automotive industry and been to other companies, they're like, yeah. That's probably one of the best ones. One of the best ones they've worked for. Yeah. So for someone that might want to have a good steady job, then yeah, you would recommend that. But for someone for your personality, you said you've always wanted more. Yeah. So you've got nothing wrong with working at Jaguar Land Rover, the, the money you make, the kind of job it is, but you personally speaking, it just wasn't. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like no, nobody's saying like don't work for it, don't work for someone. You can, you gotta be smart with it. So Timing. you, you gotta have the long long term plan in your head, okay, if I want to work here two years, three years, make the capital I need to be able to start what I need to do. Because if, if you're not if you're if you're unfortunate in the sense you can't get money around you to be able to start what you want or find someone to believe in you to kind of give you the money to get, mm -hmm. get the head start, then unfortunately you the hard way, which mm -hmm. is Either you, you can create a product which you put on the market and people buy and then then for raise money, mm -hmm. or you can work save some of the money and then start start what you need to do. So don't, there's nothing wrong with working. I always see people like, oh yeah, quit your job. No. Only quit your job if you've got something else, but like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just quit it just to yeah. go at home and like... Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there's just the balance. Balance it depends who you are and who you are as a person and just where you are in your, in your life. Do you feel like you've always been smart with your money? Like, no, obviously, there'll no. be times when you're younger, when no. you're mean, back, back when we like, knew each other, I think, by rounds, better drinks. Yeah, no, oh, that's no, no, like, no. So no. yeah, have you always, like, or were you just always saving money? Just the standard kind of I teenager. Wasn't, I wasn't say I was a good. I was a, I was a good. I had average 
um, money management, I'd say. Um, I, was, I was able to save because I've saved money, so it, it wasn't that bad. I wasn't really a big spender. I'm not really one into like labels and like buying stuff. Like or even now, like I don't really like most label stuff that I have has been gifted. I don't. I'm not one. Like I want the high, high end yeah. label stuff. I'm not even interested in Gucci and <laughs> LBs and knots and that out there. I, I want the Richard Mille and stuff like that. Way so okay, yeah. yeah. So for me, that that's what I want to get to. And and for me, there's there's a way of going about to get to that level. Um, we even acquire this kind of asset, so I don't want to buy something which de depreciates. So these labels are just yeah, just people just buying and spending money on. Richard that holds its value. Yeah, that holds its value. So I want to buy stuff that are worth assets, two, three hundred grand or whatever, but they hold value, they potentially even increase mm. over time. Those are the type of label products I want to, I want to buy, um, and not this 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 average stuff. So you were saving back when you were younger, but did you were you saving with an aim, or you were just saving? Ah, oh, it's just good to just <laughs> save. When I read the Rich Dad Poor Dad um, book. That obviously talked a bit about minute money management and who you need to be in. There's obviously quadrant stuff, employee, um, self-employed, investor, business, business owner, and obviously he's talking about being on, on the right hand side of the of the quadrant. So for me, that's where I wanted to kind of get into, and the whole getting wiser and getting better manage management. That was like that book kind of drove that. So I, I read the next book. I think no, I read the next book was Napoleon Hill. That was more personal development. But then I read about money. Mm -hmm. So money by Rob Moore. Um, that that took you back to the fundamentals of how money was made, what money is, how does it work, um, how do you attract money, how do you make money, how do you multiply What's this it? book called? Money. Money by Rob Moore. Um, yeah, nice, great book, great book. Um, so if you don't know anything about money or financial education, to put it simple, that book has a very in-depth detail. Mm -hmm. takes you back to how money was started and all that stuff and brings you back to um, today's world and how you can make money, how you can get great business and scale up. So this is it's a, it's a great, even great, great guy to follow in general. He's he's one of my I call him virtual mentor. Yeah, so um, I was gonna actually get onto the mental topic after as well. Do you have a mentor? I do, I do. I've, I've always had. So again, this mental stuff only came about through the property education and me seeing the need to have a mentor around you. Or I wouldn't say even well, yeah, the need, the need in a sense. If you want to move to different levels and move quicker, um, you need someone that's been there. You need, you need someone that's been there um, to imitate. To follow their steps, and who who better than, than your your? But still have your own approach to it, but you're just taking. Kind yeah, of exactly. You're gonna get you're getting guidance. So a mentor isn't gonna like hold your hands and mm. make sure you do something, make sure you're out of bed and <laughs> go, yeah, yeah, no. A mentor is just there to kind of you kind of share ideas um, with with that person. The person will steer you mm. um, what what to do next. Obviously, then on you to take the action to go and actually deliver what it is you want. And how did you? Across this guy, was it through just a course? Um, I, had, I had multiple mentors actually. So I had Mark, shout out to Mark, Mark Dalton again. I don't know if you can see this, but yeah. Um, so he was he was key in the sense of on blocking. I had some mindset issues in the sense like I was doubting myself. I had the property stuff wasn't wasn't like I wasn't finding deals. I wasn't finding investors, and he just kind of said things in, in a different way to kind of unblock all these issues, these thoughts I had and got me thinking more positively and yeah, I've got my first deal, I'll say that because of him. Because um, nice. yeah, he, 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 he definitely helped unblock some of these things. That's, that's what a mentor can do, like you can see what you're trying to do and, and where, where yeah, get, get, get overcome the hurdle. Um, and also I've worked with Liam, Liam Ryan again as well. He's, I'm more using more for like the personal branding stuff, um, business, more business coaching stuff as opposed to property. 
whereas Mark Dodds was specifically for property. All kind of entrepreneurs or millionaires have always had mentors, and he hasn't got a mentor. We made a joke as well, like, where's the mentors? I want a mentor. So <laughs> I feel like they, they do just come across, it depends what kind of avenue you are in life, and if you do put yourself into that circle of people, I'm sure you will eventually come across and, and, and it could be as simple, they don't, they don't have to be labelled as a mentor. Everyone thinks, oh, mentors are, they put themselves out as mentors. No. So, for example, if you admire someone, you, you, you've seen someone out there in your field that you want to, you like what they're doing, you like the direction that they're at or where they've got to in life, just message them. LinkedIn, I don't know, wherever they are, what platform they're using, just try and get hold of them. Don't get me wrong, it's easier said than done, but persistence can get you results as well. So, um, so usually you would pay for mentors. I, don't, I, I personally haven't had a, a free mentor okay. um, yet. <laughs> but it's been worth it, the one you Yeah, yeah, 100% okay. worth it. Um, and this is why I said virtual mentor, so I said Rob Moore is my virtual mentor in a sense. I, lo I love the content he delivers, I love his books. Um, so you can still learn principles, learn certain ideas, get some ideologies through his podcast, his books, his, his, yeah, the stuff that he puts out just by watching him from a distance. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're fortunate enough to, to pay for his mentorship, which I think is like 50 or 60 grand a year, uh, yeah, think that's, that's cheap, that's, that's higher. So well, well, I, mean, I, think, I think Grant Cardone is, is 50k for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another guy I really look up to again because of his big goals. Um, always wanting to level up. So fifty grand an hour. Yeah, yeah. This is some, this but some... I mean, it's probably you're getting what you pay for. I'm sure yeah, the knowledge he's giving you will make you ten times that amount. So. Hundred percent. And that's what you got to look at. It. You're not paying him money. You're paying your investor money yourself to gain more knowledge so you can level up. That's that's what you're paying for. Mm. It's I think it's not it's not about the price. It's the value you're getting or something. Okay, yeah. yeah. Don't don't look at the price. It's the value of something along those lines. By basically saying, yeah, stop, stop worrying about the price. The price is the number. Yeah, the value you're getting out of it is what's mm -hmm. what's the important bit. So you got your first, you got into your first property. Yeah, and then you rented that out. And how many have you done? How many projects have you done since then? So, so this 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 one. I don't know if you've seen the the videos I've been putting out. So I've of seen one of you going into a house, an empty house, and not Coventry, but look, it seemed like it was outside of London, and you're just go, going around them, and you actually renovated the little. Yeah. Bit so, um, so this is a six bed. So it was initially. Four bed or five bed. It's like an old property, an old rental property that London was looking to exit. If you want to update the property to meet the new rates that were coming in, so I bought that property off him, um, and then I, re I renovated it. So for me, I creatively added space to the property by extending the rear of the property mm -hmm. um, to increase the kitchen and lounge area, and then also created an additional room in the loft space. It's a six bed, seven occupant property. Um, the loft room can have two people, all the other rooms are individual people. Um, so that's coming to an end and I think we should, we should plan to shoot it on the 25th. Fingers Just crossed. Once. Yeah, yeah, so assuming that things go to plan um, and we get there. So then I'll obviously share that on YouTube and show people what that's about. Um, so that's one project and then I've got two more. These are going to be eight beds. Again, all, I'll, I'll only invest in commentary by the way guys. So CB1. Um, seat center for me is just the only place you yeah I don't look anywhere else because I always say like the growth is always in the city yes you can probably move a bit further out for whatever reason and, and probably potentially more growth out there but for me again I always think about sustainability people want to live in the city center because it's a city center um, they're, they're closest train station they can travel uh, all the stuff shopping everything is in the city center generally, generally. so you want to be in the city center location because that's the best place to be um, in most cities, so for me, it's like you can't really go wrong because all the properties I'm buying are within a mile from the station. And you don't have any plans on 
Well, maybe you do. I mean, it's, it's a long-term vision, but having property in London, you probably will eventually. No, that's what I, I do. So obviously, I'm, I'm, I was up in the Billings Bay because of work and stuff, but I do intend to come. I don't think I want to live in London because it's, it's small. It's not small, small. <laughs> it's crowded. Okay, yeah. And I feel like the properties you get in, in London are, are, yeah, just generally just crowded and I just and parking is an issue and all that stuff. Um, so I do want to have a spacious property, so I want to be just... I don't have access to London. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to live in London, um, and I could do deals in, in London. Obviously, it's more capital intensive, um, but I, I honestly believe there's more opportunity outside of London than there is in London. London, everyone's done it, done it, and killed the killed the space. Yeah. People that are doing these permits and stuff, great. Uh, but like I said, it's capital intensive. You can do bigger schemes outside of London for half the money you're, you're doing it. I feel like a flat like this to buy is probably like 400 grand, yeah. 450 grand. I mean, that's ridiculous money. Imagine, up north you can get like a mansion yeah, in Manchester yeah, or something exactly, like that. Exactly, like. exactly for that money. Um, so for me, I, I'm, I'm all for the space. Cause I'm, I'm, I live in a free bed house, detached house, and I don't even like, the space, that's, it's, there is no space. So I've got, I've got the office, so I've got the, the main room, um, and then the, the one of the rooms, the smallest room we use from office, uh, my missus is using the other, the other room for her stuff. Like, you don't do this, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she, she uses that room for her, her stuff. And mm-hmm. the rooms are done basically, so there's no space. Once you've got the living room and stuff, but that's, that's it. So, yeah. um, so, like, the next house has to be bigger. You need, you need more space. If you have kids and stuff, definitely need more space. So, again, another reason why you need to make more money. Because for me, I always believe life's always getting more expensive as you grow older because everyone around you is getting older. So, your parents, your family, you're gonna, they're gonna, you're gonna. I don't know. From where I'm from, like the younger generation will look after the older generation. Um, so I know, in a few years, it's gonna be my responsibility to pretty much send a paycheck to my mum and dad, yeah. guaranteed every month. And I can't do that if I'm working from the nine to five, or I could if I was earning enough money. But in the field I was, it wasn't, it wasn't gonna work out. So I need to kind of find another avenue. And I'm always an advocate for increase your income each year. But you're actually losing money each year. So if you're not actually increasing your income by each year, you're, you're actually earning less. Yes. You don't see it because pound is still a pound. If you ever see it, I mean, mm-hmm. but in reality, pound is, being, is actually worth less each year because of inflation. So, actually, yeah, um, so yeah, so you've got to at least look to increase your income. Just, I think inflation is 2%, um, but if you look to increase your income by 2% at least, um, which is not a lot of money, but look to try and increase it. Even And also, it doesn't always mean, ever think like, oh, you've got to increase your income in work. No, so I, I had my work income I had my events income um, that I was doing, so I had I had I want to say more I can call it multiple income streams, but I looked outside of work because I knew work. If I spoke to a manager about increasing my income, yeah. I did I did it I did it once. I think I got it pay rise what twice. twice in five years. Yeah, in in, in the five years I was there, um, but I I looked to get income outside of work because I know it's, it's, a t- it's a tough conversation, especially being a contractor earning with salaries as it is. They're like. You look to form us being greedy because yeah. you earn money, you earn a lot of money as it sta- as it, as it stands compared to like an employed person. So whenever you come and ask for money, they're like, "Oh, well, look at this guy; he's been here for ten years and he's he's not earning nowhere near you." And you're well, asking, you asking for more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I always look. And especially coming from ethnic minorities, it's always harder for us to ask for pay rise. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I've seen yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's first hand. It's just the reality of it. Like, Mate, I like a brown man or a black man asking for more. Like, who, who the cheek of it? Like, who are you? Like, man, that's just the reality of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's true, 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 true. your industry as well. Like, yeah. I mean, you've given obviously advice and you've discussed them, like what things to do. Obviously, increasing your income every year, increasing value, reaching out to people, spending your time with the right people around you. Yeah. What have been some of your biggest setbacks? You've definitely had some sort of else 
You've definitely had some sauce. Oh, it's a good one. This is I've never this 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 was this was massive. So at uni, I'm not going to say name. Obviously, yeah, we keep the names out. But I had a friend. Well, this is probably giving clues as well. I had a friend. I had a rental business. Um, a car, a car rental business. Doing great. Um, he was making money. Came up to me and said, "Oh, Alfred, I, I need your help. Um, like, I'm looking to obviously scale up. I need money, more cars in my fleet." So we applied for a car, and there was this trick that he then kind of informed me on. So when you're going to finance, don't don't do this, guys. By the way, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is a trick, but don't don't do this. This is not it's not something to be doing. Um, information powerful. Mm. Like, yeah, just obviously if you use it. If you get a car finance today. You could tomorrow, not even tomorrow, not always, you can get two you can get two car finance with two different companies, two different branches on the same day. Car finance on, with it on my name. And then this is me at uni. Like towards the end, towards the final year of my uni. So like obviously he said, yeah, I'll cover the monthly payment. I'd seen you make good money, like I but he was bro, he was still making a killer. So yeah, you then when you so I knew, I, knew, I, knew, I, knew, I trusted him, obviously we've been good friends since in like secondary school. I've known him since I was in year seven. So like there's been no issues, like so I trust him. we're still friends today, like I trusted him. And obviously, like the problem with the car car rental business is insurance. So imagine you've got a fleet of twenty cars. You have one accident. Let's say get caught. We'll increase your insurance premium by X amount for the fleet. Then you start having multiple sh in, um, crashes or reports and cars, police taking your cars and or whatever for whatever reason. So I guess maybe it's the people you're renting the cars out to as well. Um, that maybe could have made things or accelerated things. Mm -hmm. So he now got to a point where. The company was under so much stress in a sense. There were so many accidents happening, cars were getting written off, some, some cars were being paid out by the insurance company, but guess what? The insurance is yeah, we'll, we'll pay out the cars, but now your premium is 100 grand, for example. And there was one day where you had a phone call from the insurance company asking for 60 grand on that day, or the, the fleet, basically the entire fleet that was out. Who's gonna? Yeah, it was uninsured, we would have been uninsured. Imagine getting a phone call and being told, yeah, by the way, we need 60 grand right now, kind of right now. I was gonna, yeah, we're not gonna show your you. whole yeah. thing just yeah, 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 your whole thing's gonna be void. So his business just overnight, just, just yeah, because he couldn't raise the money quick enough, and he has he has cars that were out there um, who potentially were driving around with no insurance. Um, so yeah, and so now I just struggle with the payments, and this is me like I, you know, I haven't got a job at, at this time. I'm, I'm just about finishing my exams. So this is about twenty grand on my name. Nothing in fact. This is like. This 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 this, this is, is a lot. This, this is a lot, and also the, the whole incentive as well was like, uh, my head was, well, he can he can help even build my credit score, because mm -hmm. as a long term, I obviously want to get to get on the property ladder. <laughs> so I was helping, yeah. yeah. So I was helping here because before that, I, I had nothing on credit. Um, so this is going to help me build my credit, get my credit score where it needs to be, um, for it to buy in the future. So I was like, why not? Um, this is a win-win for both of us. Um, and yeah, start going left now, getting late payments. Um, got the the, the, the final I think Santander where Black Horse calling me about payments and I think flipping out like what am I gonna do? Um, and then luckily as well, so I think I had three months of late payments on both the cars, so that damaged my um, credit card quite a bit, um, and it just it just hindered things as well in terms of buying a property. Because remember I was trying to buy, and it was like oh only only a few lenders will consider you because within the last two years you've had late payments and blah blah. blah. Um, but luckily, obviously. Being work my job, I mean, I was one point in time where I could save two, two and a half grand easy a month. A month. Mm. So I quickly got rid of that because I just, I just hated the fact that those cars were on my name. Yeah. I don't drive these cars. I don't have the. I don't know where the cars. Why is it affecting me? Yeah. Why is it affecting me? I just, I just, just, just close my eyes and start paying stuff off and just, yeah, pay it off.
Put it off my name and just, just yeah, go rid of it. So once you finally paid off, how long did it take to come off your name? Because usually sometimes it's it's, it takes six years. Six, yes. So it's it completely off your name. Pre, yeah, pretty yeah, I think so. I think yeah, it's weird. But now it don't matter. Like, I'm bored. So yeah, 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 it don't, it don't matter. But um, looking back on it, you feel like that's one little setback. That but that, you. but that, that was a that was a good. I'm happy it happened then because mm. I was gullible then one um, and two. Just it just kind of brought stuff out of me that yeah probably wouldn't have if that didn't happen. So I always say the setback. Don't look at it as a setback, don't look at it as like a, a bad thing, it's, it's, it's growth. Mm. You need to have things that get you to look outside the box or think differently or become a better person, evolve, yeah. those kind of things. So I always look for that stuff, I actually look to try and, not, not to fail, no one likes failing. Well, to no have one. lessons. Yeah, lessons. to have lessons, exactly. And learn from those lessons so you don't repeat them in the future. Because that's, this is only 20 grand, I don't, I don't value, 20 grand is like nothing now, mm. I don't care. Like, previously, yeah, 20 grand was a lot of money yeah. to me, but... Now I don't care about 20, I can, 20 grand or 20 grand. Having that experience on a level of 20 grand, I'm very happy. Having that level of experience, uh, having that, that exact same happening with, do you say 200 or 2 million pounds, that, that would be, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a lesson to so learn. So happy that happened at that age. Yeah, that and then at that, that point in my life, exactly. People that do push for a lot and push for greatness and become want to become very rich, you have to take a lot of risks. Yeah. You have to be selfish in a, to a point where you're only, you only yeah, you know I mean? so, yeah, gets to this all the time. So you know right? where I'm going with this question now. So it's like you've been in a long term relationship for, yeah. for a while now. And yeah. like, once again, I'm sure your woman believes in you, yeah. same way my girlfriend believes in my dreams as well. And they always yeah. will. Like your family will as well. But then it gets to a point where they're not going to believe on the same way you do. Yeah. I mean, how have you been able to be to kind of have your dreams and balance a healthy relationship over the last few years of, of important years of your life? Like 20s are probably some of the yeah. most important years. So, so if, I think. One, you have to have her on board the idea that you're trying to implement. Whatever it is you're doing, she needs to be like 100% with it. Communicate. Um, so communication is massive, very much. Like, you've got to be able to talk to her about what it is you're doing, one. Because um, when, you, when, when you're when she's clueless about what it is you're doing, it just, like, you don't the, get the support. Yeah, the wavelengths and everything, just everything clashes. Like, it's just, you're not getting the support. She doesn't understand what you're doing. So when you're doing certain things that like, you understand what you're doing, she doesn't even. It doesn't even come across or think of it in the same way you are. Um, so communication is very important to be able to have a good relationship. Because another thing is, if she's getting your nerves or moaning about nonsense and you're also trying to, like, join me, because yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Because you want it to feel that way. Um, then obviously that stops you as well. Because again, if you're not, if your mindset isn't, isn't where it needs to be, and this is why I bang on personal development, because things like this can, can affect your performance and stop you from moving forward. Mm. Um, you might feel like, oh, I need to kind of give my attention to her, so I'm gonna park my dreams or park my visions to the side and keep her happy. Um, and I, that's where the selfish thing comes in, because like, in a way, for you to get to where you need to be, you, you, it, unfortunately, you do, you do have to be selfish. Mm. So there are certain, certain times where I'm not gonna care how she feels, which is, which is a bad thing to say, but it's either that or I, I, don't, I don't move forward. Mm. Um, so obviously I'll, I'll try and make amends and, and make things better or whatever. But as you said, as long as you're communicating, you can tell her, look, I do care about you because the long-term vision does include you, but there will yeah. be times on the journey where I look, yeah. I have to put this to the side. Exactly. Uh, things have to weigh and stuff and just, you know, so, I mean, in, in any relationship, it comes down to communication. If you two can understand each other, see where you're coming from, see the vision, it's just a much easier ride than if you two are completely different and mm. they're not on the same wavelength. It just, it just makes the journey even, even harder and potentially just Toxic in fact, it'll probably benefit you sometimes as well because if you have a woman that's kind of supportive as well, it'll probably drive you even more. Yeah, because so. she might give you ideas or different perspective. Because again, obviously you've got your own vision. You're 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 in it. You're you're, you're just hundred miles at it. Mm. She's from an outside point of view and can see what it is you're doing. 
and she can tell you, oh, you're alpha, you're this, or you're that, or you're doing this differently, or you become someone differently, or you're moving a bit different now, just, just yeah, just tweak it a little bit, or do this and do that. So it, it, it does have the benefits of, of having, yeah, having them on board. But like, even doing this podcast, and my girlfriend's giving me tips, and she's been very supportive of it. Like, I've got, I'll say I've got communi- communication issues sometimes. I'll have a vision in my head. Yeah. I know how I want things, yeah. but I won't communicate to that. And if I don't tell her, how do I expect her to understand Someone, where I'm coming yeah. from? <laughs> Some people don't even understand what the podcast is. And when they say it to me, I get offended. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean don't sound like me? <laughs> this is like, to me, it's like, what, this is all in my head. But I don't think with delivery and execution, I haven't delivered it yet. Obviously, I'm still learning. I've only got yeah. a few episodes in. But like people even ask, like, what does W talk even mean? I feel like in life, you can't progress without facing some sort of losses and L's. As yeah, that's why even yeah, last year was yeah, more yeah, setbacks. Yeah. Um, and I feel like having L's, they make W's. Yeah. And one day I sat in the office, I have to use my hands. And if you get the letter L and you put them together, it makes a W. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. Let, yeah, let me, it's like, let me get guests on board, entrepreneurs, people that are doing something different in their life and understand their struggles and the L's they've had to face to make their ultimate W. Because everyone wants to be rich. Everyone, yeah. when they're younger, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to be rich. This is the thing. People, people have this perception as well, like, oh, why do you want to be rich? Why do you want so much? You've got, like, everyone's like, oh, Alfie, you've got a great job. You're earning good money. Like, what more do you why want? Why do you want more, yeah. I'm like, mate, okay, don't get me wrong. Yes, I'm fortunate. I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not like not valuing where I am in life. I just want more. Mm. Why would you not want to be able to, like, be able to give your, your family uh, what they need, whatever, whenever they need it, mm. you be able to drop what you're doing, to be able to go and see your family, um, just live a good life, like be on your terms. On your terms. Why would you not want that? Don't get me wrong. I, I don't know. I could stay in a house and have a nice house and, and say I'm done for the rest of my life, but that's not me. Like, and I, you're ready I, to take that risk because, as you were saying, you're earning good money at that job. So why does someone need to take that risk of earning X, Y, and Z to want more? So it's it's about risk. Everyone everyone wants to take different risks. And as you said, you've got that hunger in your belly and fire in your belly. Where like. You know what? I'm I'm ready to risk this comfortable salary. Or yeah. Not even comfortable, a bit above a comfortable one. Yeah. Sounds a bit like you're earning a good amount. So yeah, people are looking at like Alfred, are you mad? Why would you want to risk this all to go earn even more? Like something. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why is that? Well, earning more. You just said it yourself. <laughs> like, you got to take risks, man. Like, growing up, even myself when I was younger, I always said when I grow up, I want to be a millionaire. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Most people, I want a Lambo. I want to, but I don't think people realize the work that. It is a lot of work and the risks you have to take for it. Like it doesn't come easy and obviously everyone knows, yeah, it doesn't come easy, but everyone says it's not easy, but no one wants to do it. Yeah, I I think more importantly, just don't, uh, the word risk, everything in life is a risk. Even, even existing is a uh, a risk. (laughs) Because it's true, because if you decided to stop feeding yourself tomorrow, guess what, you're going to die. You're not going to, you know, your body needs food to survive. Um, And if you're not providing your body with that, that food, you're not gonna die. So similar, similarly, whatever it is you're getting involved in, whether it's property, whether it's business, being an entrepreneur, whatever it is you're trying to do, you've got to understand the risk and understand how to mitigate that risk to be able to survive in what it is it's you're trying to do. Risk management, yeah. Yeah, so it's all, it's all, life is about risk management. Get risk management on point and have the mentality of problem solving. This is why I know I'm destined to a bit. Because you have an engineering background, that is a lot of problem solving. So. Exactly, so this is why I know I'm destined to be great. Mm. I've said it, yeah, fuck yeah, I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always, forget talking about problems, let's talk about the solution, like let's, let's derive what's the root cause of the problem and let's, let's, yeah, let's implement that solution, mm. do you know what I mean? So I'm always in that mindset, whether it's property, whether it's business, relationship, whatever it is, um, I'm, I'm always thinking in that way and it, it's, it just comes from learning or being in engineering background. And what got you into engineering? Let's even take like, 
because I think the recipe you have, you have an engineering mindset, and I think having that kind of problem-solving mindset will and has helped you progress. Hundred percent. So who would you thank? Let's say looking back on it. I don't know. I don't... That got you into engineering or aerospace engineering? Because I mean, like when you were younger, was once again like, your parents. Was like, every, everyone, was, everyone was against me doing engineering. So my 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 dad, um, he was a doctor. He's a gynecologist. So he he wanted me to come to the medical field and. Doctor. Yeah, doctor I, I, I was like, yeah, he, he, he was, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm junior, mm-hmm. so he's senior, obviously. Um, and he, he wanted me to do that. And I, I remember having this phone call with him, and he's like, oh, why do you want to do engineering? Um, why do you want to do medical? Like biology, like, like that. I'm, I'm, I'm rubbish at biology. Like, mm-hmm. I'm far better at physics, mm-hmm. maths. That's my, str- that's my strengths. Biology, I can't even say half the words. I'm not the best English person. I don't care about English, like language, all that stuff. Yeah, tricky as well. But physics. I understood it, it made sense. Maths on job, just mm-hmm. yeah, putting the work, got it, understood it. No, why why yeah, but I just I just stuck to it. And I think my parents respected me for that. They know when Alpha says he wants to put his mind to doing something. They'll support it as well. Yeah, they'll support it and they they know there's no change in it. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm quite stubborn in that sense and it's good of good and bad, but um once my mind is set, mind is set, it's very, very hard to change. And and if you want to change your mind, you've got to come with some, some engineering oh, yeah, exactly. like, it's got to make you're going to sit and calculate it. It's got, it's got to make sense. <laughs> if all you're saying to you don't make sense, I'm, I'm don't hear it. Yeah, I just forget it. I'm, I, can, I can be ruthless sometimes. That's it's, good, yeah. you need to cut the shit. Like, look, if this doesn't make but sense. It's, 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 it's not everyone's has the, the appetite for it, like, belly for it. Like, because I can be I can be very ruthless sometimes when, when people are talking shit or just not, I don't resonate with what they're saying, I just kind of just disregard it. I didn't call it arrogance. I'm not calling it arrogance. It's not, it's not arrogance. It's just, it needs to make sense to me. If you're explaining something to me and I'm struggling to understand it, how? Yeah, it's just, I'm sorry, but I can't. Frequency relate, levels. I, yeah, I can't try relate to it. So of course I'm going to disregard what you're saying. So do you like the friends you have? Do you have a mixture of some friends that do the nine to five and they've got standard lives and they're happy with, or is your circle very like not like you? No one's going to be Alfred, but yeah, um, I have different. I think I'm very social. You know, I'm a sociable person. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've, I've always had different friendship groups um, in the sense. So even at uni, like, I had my friendship group of people that I would study with. Like, I know this is my study bunch. Like, these people I'm going to see if I want to study. I know these people I'm going to kind of chill with, my mm-hmm. friends. Uh, I just want to just, like, just have fun. I know who, who, the, who the bunch of people. So I always, I always had a good network in a sense. I always try and have people around me who are do, doing things that I... Who are in areas that I, I, I might need in the future or whatever or need along the You're going to separate all. Oh, if I want to go party with some people, I've got yeah, to Yeah, because the, the, the people that I study with aren't people I go party with. Yeah. They're not the same people. Mm-hmm. And even as now, like, I've got my friends that are still working in the nine to five. I've got my friends that are in business, entrepreneur mm-hmm. type mindset people who want to do more, who are in property, business acquisition, whatever. The, the, yeah. Um, so it's, for me, you kind of need to have those separate networks. Uh, for sure. Yeah, because it goes along. The, I've heard the saying before as well. You become the average of the people you spend the most time with. So yeah, I mean, some people hear that. Even myself, I then think, oh shit, I'm cutting all my friends out. No, no it's not. It's not. So you think like, like, yeah, have friend, have friendship. Of course, you can't. You've got friends that not not cutting your friends, not doing the same thing as me. No, but I might not spend as much time with you because I on my day for me because my day to day is progressing through my journey. And if you're not someone that's going to be able to help me progress through that, of course I want to spend less time with you. Yeah. It's just nature. Don't take it personally. Yeah, don't take it personally, but that's, that's just nature. Like, mm. I'm, I'm progressing in the same direction. And if I'm spending time with you and all we're going to talk about is, is football and, 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 I don't know, whatever nonsense that's around, yeah, it's all good to do that once in a while, but I won't be speaking to you on, on a daily well, basis. Yet, so. I'm, of course, I'm going to speak to a person who's doing business, buying property on a daily basis, because that's the knowledge I need, that's the information I need to have to progress. 
I rarely watch football these days. Really? You're a United fan, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm still. I'm still, still okay. Arsenal, 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 Arsenal fan again. Let's not get into that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. You uh, still, you still, yeah. You still keep in touch with. Me. You're not sitting there banging. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, yeah, no, no. Like players, I don't even know what's happening in the market. Like people are telling me, oh yeah, players are getting transfers. I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even know. Like Coutinho, I think we were talking about Coutinho. I was like, when did he go on loan to? Um, what's Butler, called? Butler, Butler, Bayern. Yeah, Bayern. I was like, what? You think? Yeah, because that information ain't. Unless you are a football agent or you are like you have your yeah, football company, fair enough. I need to know that stuff, but do I really need to know what fucking Coutinho's doing or what Neymar is or Listen, what Sancho's doing? Like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've become very different. I'd say, like, so I filter a lot of bullshit out of my life. I say, I call it bullshit, and when I say bullshit, I don't, I don't mean it's, it's bullshit. I mean, as in, like, if it's not taking me to the next level, I don't really want to be seeing that stuff. Kind of filter the content that comes on mm. that you see, because again, it's like the stuff you see, like. It really does. It does. I'm telling you, it really, really, really mad as well. It really, like, really does. You get lost in rabbit holes and just looking at nonsense. Um, like. Exactly. So you go kind of spend less time on, on these social media apps and, and actually start focusing on yourself and, and getting, getting, yeah, evolving basically. Actually, yeah, they're, they're doing a lot. I always say you lot are watching. These guys are putting their grind. Yeah, Listen, like, they, <laughs> they, they, they're putting their work. Like you see them doing all these, making all this, throwing all this money. They've, they've done they've done what they need to to get to their money like you need to do the same thing and they didn't do it by watching other people do it so, <laughs> exactly. so, so like so stop watching it oh, man, take it, take what's it. your views on because you I, did, I didn't actually give you a heads up for this question this is another one i just thought of obviously by the sounds of it you want to be very wealthy millionaire yeah, yeah, billionaire yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and what are your views on taxing billionaires more and stuff like this this one i might start argument but listen a billionaire, millionaire, whatever, multi-millionaire, whatever, wherever they are, wherever they are, someone has created a, a mouse amount of wealth for themselves. They've had to take a risk, yeah. So a normal person, if you told them, "Oh, give me a hundred grand, let's go, let's go buy something and let's see how it turns out," they're gonna take the fuck off. Mm. Someone that's got off their own back, whether they borrow the money again, if you borrow the money, if your name's against that, your, your head is against that, you're, you're putting your life on the line to make your money turn into something. So you've got taking a risk. Providing people with income, in, giving someone income is building their wealth. People forget this. So a business owner who's, who's employed thousands of people, mm. he's, he's, he's impact. Forget the economy. Forget mm. he's impact the person's life and their family. So how dare you say, oh yeah, they're making this much money and therefore they should be paying. If anything, they should be paying zero tax <laughs> because no, seriously, because without them, would you have a job? Mm. Would you get off your ass and put in the hard work it, is, it takes to create a business for yourself? And make that money yourself. Mm. The answer is no, because for most people. So if you're happy to stay in a job and take a paycheck, stay in your lane. Mm. Take that paycheck and keep moving. If the business owner is in reinvesting the money each time they make the money and reinvesting it to build more wealth and taking all the risks, of course they need the things with the rewards. Yeah, someone was saying that Jeff Bezos pays like ten billion dollars a year in salaries. Like he hires eight hundred thousand people. Like you know, there's a yeah, lot of lives. There's a lot of lives that impact. He's, he's, he's in effect. I think. Giving. Yeah, I think the people that always say are. Oh, they probably think billionaires are just have so much money and they're just sitting on their money all day. No, like, they're listen, working listen, constantly. Listen, <laughs> obviously, don't get me wrong. So, a billionaire might have a few million pounds in their account, in their bank account, yeah. But majority of their wealth is invested. Mm. I, I don't have like my my my, my days. I have, I have money around me to kind of live, mm. but I don't keep money around me. I know what money. I know how. I know again. It, it comes down to understand how money works, and this is where the financial education is very important because to someone that's like the average person doesn't doesn't know anything about financial education. They just assume that these people have billions of money. Mm -hmm. Nobody has billions of money signed up in, in, a, bank in a bank account. It's, 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 it's just stupid. It's, 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 it's rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> Get that in your head first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Every money is invested. The money you have around you is just to live your day, day to day. Nobody wants to start on money because they know the money is losing value. So they, if they can find an opportunity, if it's their business, someone else's venture, they can get involved in, they're ready to, they're ready. There's, there's so much money out there just ready to be put in something. So for, for me, it's like, you can't blame these guys and say, oh, why are they not paying taxes? They're helping boost their economy, the they're giving people yeah. lives. I don't mean that, they're doing a lot for the, the world. Like, they put, and more importantly, they're making your life easier. Because you're sitting on your ass waiting for your Amazon big one, Amazon Prime delivery. Yeah, like they, they just make your life easy. You know, you now can get stuff to your house within 24 hours. Mm. That's that's madness. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, don't be using Amazon and then cussing them. <laughs> because again, this whole making money, money concept, it's a game. You've got to learn to play the game. Like most people are playing check, like playing chess and some they're playing checkers. Mm. Like, sorry, hurry around. <laughs> most average, yeah, most people are playing playing uh, what's it called checkers, and the, the rich people are playing um, chess. Because they understand how money works and they know how to play the system. So yes, of course, nobody wants to give away money to the to, to, to government mm. for no reason. They don't have to. Mm. If they can find a way to benefit their lives, benefit other people's lives, benefit their company. It's like, well, why would you? Right, well, you're going to give the money to the government. The government, you have no say in what the government does with the, with the money. Yeah. Absolute zero say. So why the hell are you going to give someone? It's like me saying, oh, give me your money, mate. I'm going I'm to do what the fuck I want with it. Would you give them the money? Of no. course not. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to invest the money back into my business. I want to help my, my companies flourish, grow. Improve. I think the main point which you made was people's perception of money and their knowledge of the financial system. And even myself, I'm not so clued up on it. I yeah. need to learn more. But like people think that, as you're saying, billionaires, they think that Jeff Bezos has got billions in his bank account. Nah, he probably not... has a few million and maybe yeah. he probably has one billion. Who knows? But like... His value of money, it doesn't work like that. Listen, I'm telling you, rich people are always growing money because they need to be able to scale up. If you're, if you're an entrepreneur, you're always looking to grow. Mm. So there's no way, if you have an idea in your head, you want to implement that idea, there's no way you have money sat in your bank account doing nothing for you. Because mm. that money is losing value. It's as simple as that. And this is why they reinvest every single penny they can. And even just give, they'd rather give the money to charity for charity causes. Because mm. there's a right, it's, it's a tax write-off. Mm. You can give money to charity and yeah, they'll, they'll pay the tax on that. Exactly. Even if you did a YouTube, how does money work? What is money? There's so much content on there. So many people have made topics about that. So you can learn. Again, I always say is, are you someone that wants to acquire information so you can better yourself? If you are, you've got, you'll pick up your laptop, your phone, and search stuff. I, for me, when I'm sitting and, and I say something, I'm like, oh, or like, I'm trying to think of something, I can't, I don't know what it is. Wait, Google's your best friend. Just type in Google. I don't know. You'll find out the answer. You'll find you out the answer, yeah. And you understand, you learn. So I'm always, Learning, I always learn. Yeah, I'm always earning. I'm always learning. Jeez, oh, well, see, learn and keep reading books. Like, there's so much information in books um, that people don't even even appreciate, don't even know, or don't even like. It's, it's, were you a massive reader when you were younger? No, it's just, for me, that's why I'm so grateful for the whole property education stuff because that environment, that's that's what you get taught. Mm. You get taught. You need to you need to keep feeding yourself with information. Mm. Obviously, don't get me wrong. A lot of information can be can be, can, can can be worth nothing if you don't apply it. Mm. So the important bit is. Applying the information you actually read mm. uh, rather than just because I know people that have a lot of knowledge but don't apply any of it, mm. so it's like it's worthless. That's true. So, as far as I'll wait for some knowledge is power, it's only applied knowledge as well. Like, exactly, always uh, learning and earning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah, I mean, so Leia, I'm going to we touched on it earlier about you asking for a pay rise, and this is going to go to the ethnic minority question. Um, yeah, which, um, so I had to write it down so they think I remembered it. So it's obviously to do with housing, uh, and obviously as someone that comes from an ethnic, back, uh, ethnic minority, such as yourself, and you've been in 
the property game for a few years now, you therefore learn a few things. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your eyes have definitely opened up to a few things. 100%. Um, so the stat I found was 68% of white British households uh, own their property. 74% uh, were, um, own their property were Indians. But then the lowest ones were Arabs, which were 17%, and Africans, which were 20%. So why do you think only 20% of African households own their their homes. What would you think, looking back on it, being in the property game, do you think it's a lack of education within the, the kind of culture? I, I feel like there's, 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 there's loads of um, things with regards to that. One factor is definitely, definitely education. Uh, it's just, and it's just a culture as well. I think I've, I've always admired like the Chinese people, the Asian people. Um, and when I say admire them, I admire them in a sense, they, when you, when you, when you meet, an Asian, like when I say Asian, like, I mean like Indian, um, like Chinese, I can't really, yeah. Obviously there's a lot, yeah, I'm going to generalize them, but yeah. Um, they're very close-knit and they're, they're all supporting each other to kind of grow their wealth. How much money bounces within a community before he leaves that community. Mm. So like in the Asian community, money, someone provides a service to this person, so like the, the money bounces so around, yeah, yeah, it stays within, the Jews, Jews are the best oh. at doing this, they, they, right. keep, they keep the money, that money never leaves the Jewish, <laughs> Jewish, Jewish community at all, mm. like, literally. They're and, very, they're very one to look up to as well. Yeah, um, and, and blacks are the worst at doing this, we don't, we don't seem to keep the money within our community, we're, we're quick to kind of give it to the white people and, and just, mm. just put it out there and just buy these label stuff, buy their products and just the money just leaves the community mm. straight away. We never buy each other's products and, and keep the wealth within us. We never like come together as a group and say, let's, let's do this business and let's, I don't know what it is, the culture, like I think these, these other races, they've, 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 they've been taught, the education is there, the, the families, the upbringing has been in a certain way mm. um, to kind of, do you know what I mean, be like that. Mm. And whereas in the, in the black community, it's not, it's not been the same. So there's a lack of education. So sim yeah, so similar to property. So again, the reason why they're there, these people aren't on the ladder. One. This, there's the education element to it, how to actually go about doing it. Um, two is actually the opportunity as well. The the playing the, the, the level the level playing field isn't the same for each each race. That's for sure. It's, it's and then they were in the UK. It's a white dominated country. Yeah, it, and it, with them having seventy four percent, a lot of it is lineage as well. Like these guys have been owning houses in the country for exactly. years. Exactly. So some of it's been passed down um, through generations. Um, again, the knowledge along with the the assets have been passed down to be able to keep it going. Mm. Um, and I feel like the black the black community. The, generalize, the minority is starting to kind of grasp the stuff and mm. acquiring the right level of information. Like for me now, moving forward, I'm going to, of course I'm going to pass all the knowledge I have to my family mm. um, and the assets I have to pass it down. I don't plan to sell anything that I own. And, and more importantly, the information. Because you can give someone a billion pound asset mm. and if they don't have the information to be able to... They can, they can run down to zero. Zero, very, 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 very quickly. All this stuff is business, yeah? Business survives um, with knowledge and being able to sustain the business. If you have no knowledge about a business, I don't care who you, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna run down the business, as simple as, because you have to be able to understand the market, know what's happening, and keep up with the market more importantly. Because business today doesn't mean it's gonna be here in 10 years time. You get that? Um, keep so the ground, keep learning. Keep learning. So that's why people say, oh yeah, I wanna um, make money and then just sit on the beach and just and relax and, and, and my life. I'm like, bro, like you're, you're gonna come back to nothing. Because <laughs> you're, you're gonna come back to a complete different world. You're mm. gonna be like, what the hell is going on? Like everything's different. Mm. Um, and that's how you can get wiped out. Mm. So you have to keep evolving. That's why it's like comfortable. It's a, for me, I say comfortable is it's a disease, guys. 
don't be comfortable. I don't even think my car is comfortable mode. Mm. As in my car, like, <laughs> dynamic. Seriously, yeah, seriously. I'm comfortable, whatever, dynamic, sport mode. My car is even efficiency, dynamic. I can't remember that one, but it's just a few modes. Comfortable. Never uncomfortable, yeah. Never uncomfortable, because, mate, who grows in comfort being comfortable? Oh, 100%. You don't evolve, you're the same person. I don't want to be the same, oh, yeah, you're the same. Nothing's changed. Um, but back to the point about the whole ethnic minority people not owning houses, it, it, I think it comes down to opportunity one um, and education. I think those, those two are the two main. And big, big, big one, we have very, zero, like, very, very minimal power of influence. So we're not in influential places in the sense, media, the, the media that the majority of the world listens to are owned by a white corporation. So the information that you, you, you absorb, you listen to, all the negativity and stuff, again, I don't get why people, it's like, I guess I'm, I'm wise, so I, I know these things now, but it's like, I don't listen to the news. Oh, neither do I. They've all got an agenda. <laughs> Every outlet, whoever yeah. it is, even if it's not Fox News or the CNN or the whatever, whatever it is, I don't, I don't yeah. like, throughout Corona, like people were telling me, people, I probably, the news was people telling me stuff through like through group chats and stuff. I never once went on the news and listened to what the news has to say about anything. I don't care. It doesn't bother that. Like, I just don't care. I just know you've got an agenda. You're not really giving the right information. If, I can see the information myself through Twitter, through Instagram. Mm -hmm. I can see the real information. I can, I can decipher what I want to make out of it. Because now the news have now kind of, they, they now portray their own message as opposed to being a word. What would it mean like a platform a platform to kind of yeah. give information and let someone decide for themselves they've, they're not, just, they've got all their agenda the agenda is always negative exactly um so being 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 these these corporations are being mostly white owned and they're, they're sending out a message it's very it's very hard when everything you listen to you're taking in, like, i don't care what we'll say but the information that goes into your ears is, is very powerful whether you think it's not doing anything to your head or what you're saying or what you're listening to isn't doing anything trust me it is i don't listen to none of that stuff and Back to the point of us not owning any sort of media and having any control, we can't then spread the message to our people and kind of better our people because mm. all the information is always negative about us, um, us committing crime or doing st just just stupid things. Like, they never, they ne I never hear them talk about people, the minority that are doing great things and bringing. Oh, there's loads as well. I watched a film. It's called um, about. Oh. African American women that helped uh, get NASA into space. They were yeah. the one that done the maths calculations behind it all. Yeah, you yeah. never learned about never, any of that. Never. You probably, you, when you looked at, I looked at SpaceX recently when Tesla was launching his rocket in the room where there was NASA. There wasn't one black person there. I was like, black people essentially started this. They helped you guys get to the moon first of all. That, it's, it's, so it's just it's, a portrayal, as you're saying, the education. But like, if you rely on the the UK government and the UK educational system to educate us on ethnic minorities. The world is moving towards like self-education. Mm. You need to become less, less valuable and less, less relevant because you can go out there and acquire information by other means. You just have to choose to go. go um, yeah. Exactly, you just have to make a choice. You can choose to be different and say, you know what, I want to learn about this, so therefore I'm going to, I'm going to go and take this, this risk, which is doing something different to the norm. And trust me, doing things different to the norm in my opinion, is always it's always always better, yeah. always better than. It's than hard enough to break it's, through yeah, the original path. There's nothing. There's no no such thing as like <laughs> it doesn't. There's no get rich quick or whatever. There's, it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. You have to put in hard work. I'm, I'm a hard worker. I, I, I always advocate for for working hard. I mean, I'm just relate it back to football. So when you, when people ask questions, who's who's a better player? Um, I'm Ronaldo. I'm Ronaldo. Thank <laughs> God, man. Thank God. No. Yeah. Bro. You get it. You get it. Like. I, I, 
Listen, I tell people fuck Messi. Ta- talent, talent, like talent, is talent, but you can only get yourself far. Like. Yeah, bro. Listen, talent, is talent. Messi's a phenomenal player, but and I'm sure he does work hard as well. I'm sure yeah, he does work hard as well, but Ronaldo's work rate is the same. Yes. Man went to Man United, Real Madrid, Juve, Juve, and now he's, and he's still working the, hard. Yeah, what still? What, so the work rate. I've uh, told people when it's all said and done, watch Ronaldo will still be going. It's not done yet. <laughs> one, people will go gas. So don't get me wrong, Messi's sick. Yeah. I don't don't get to it. Yeah, we don't even need to compare the two. They're both sick in their own way. Yeah. But like if I had to choose one person I'd rather be, I'll be because Ronaldo's yeah. work effort, everything about him, like 100%. I just prefer it. It's just down to preference. I've seen him say and just yeah, but the work for me is the, the work rate. The work the work rate. Because mm-hmm. it takes it takes a lot to put in that level of work. It and takes it, a lot. It takes more than talent. To get to it, yeah. exactly. Um, so for me, I feel like, I feel like messaging it, you can call it whatever you want, but it's in my mind because you've got talent, you've got a slight upper hand mm. in the sense it's already there, it's natural. Mm. You haven't got to put that much work to get, get he's been in the same environment, he's been in the same club this whole time. Yeah, like, so yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's Ronaldo decided to take a risk <laughs> of leaving United to go to the biggest club in the world, Real Madrid. Yeah, kill it at Real Madrid. Yeah, you're gonna be like, you know what, I might stay at Madrid, have a bit of a content. Just a very comfortable career here, but then he said, "Let me go to Italy, challenge myself again." Yeah, people might say Italy's really and easily. it comes down to that evolving thing. Exactly, he's choosing himself to evolve. Yeah, he so wants when it's all said and done. Yeah, he's a billionaire, isn't he? Uh, no, no, he's no. the first football billionaire. Is he? Is he yeah, not he's, he's a billionaire now. Obviously, you don't keep in touch with the news. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, two months ago, he became the first billionaire in football. Nice. Again, he's. he's I brought the guy, man. Bro, he's a beast, man. Like when it's thing I've always said, yeah, all these. Guys that like literally make like a lot of money, and I get, I kind of get it as well in the sense they're not, they don't have the information. So the financial education isn't there. When you're when you're a footballer, you you don't learn about financial education. Your your day to day is playing football. You care about playing football and betting yourself with football. So you're never really there about reading books and, and how how to build a business mm-hmm. and how to build wealth. Money growing for yeah, because mate, the amount of money that runs through their fingers mm-hmm. during their once career, they retire, they can lose a lot of it. It's like if you haven't built something for yourself and haven't got financial education, even for, during during your career, if you haven't got financial education, you're probably you're most likely going to be broke mm-hmm. by the time you finish because the lifestyle you've now been accustomed to requires that level of income. Mm-hmm. If that your career is now ended and you haven't built, I don't know, contracts and, and deals with Nike and all these other sponsorships, whatever, you're, and you're, your you're business, and, yeah, pretty high. Exactly, you've got million pounds. It probably it probably cost you a million pounds a month to live. Mm-hmm. Just, just stay alive. Just, just stay alive. <laughs> Not to talk about like exactly. Um, so if you haven't kind of found a way to kind of have other forms of income outside of your your, your physical, your earned your your earned your earned money, earned money because you're, you're physically having to be involved um, to create that money. If you haven't found a way to leverage your brand to create a name, because bro, I always say, listen, if you're if you're a limelight in terms of like you you're out of this celebrity, mate, push any product you want. If you've got loyal following, listen, do the maths. If you, if you put a thousand pound product out there yeah, and you sold it to, let's say, I don't know, 10,000 people, and that's very little compared to the following some people have. Mm. This is 10,000, and you just, I don't know, what's a thousand? Um, Something 10,000. Um, is that 100,000? That you'd make, you'd make a, a hundred thousand. A million, thousand. isn't it? No, no 10,000 times a thousand. Really? Yeah, 10,000 times 10 to 100,000. You've got aerospace engineering as well. <laughs> you make so a million. You can get it wrong, yeah, you yeah. make a million. And that's just, that's just 10,000 yeah. people. Some people have. A million followers, don't get me wrong, like a million followers can convert to maybe 10% of that following that actually support your brand or buy your product. But the point is, you could become yeah. a, for, a force in that, in that space. Do you know what I mean? You've got, you've, got, you've got the following. And this is what most companies want. They want to market themselves. And most people that have been marketed through football, through sport, through music, 
I don't know why they're not even trying to become a billionaire. Like, yeah. you've already got that platform. You, your voice, your name, everything is there. It's probably easier in a sense. It's the, easier. You've got the marketing. You've got to tap into it. The marketing bit is done. Listen, just put any product. Like, this is why I, I, I don't even watching Kevin Hart of late, but Kevin Hart. He's got his Netflix thing about yeah. He's he's had Netflix, Netflix deal. He's got the health thing going on. He's become a businessman. Comedian. Kevin Hart is no longer a comedian. Mm. He's. Ne- I think. I think he's probably stopped being a comedian a few years ago. He's got himself around a group of people that are building wealth mm. and he's learning from He said he wants to be a billionaire. Yeah, he said, listen, and that's only because you've been around people that are inspiring you and saying, you know what, I'm learning this information, I'm learning new things, how to make money. Because before, he made, he made a thing, a joke about on, with Grant Cardone when he got interviewed by Grant Cardone saying that when he first, first started making money, he would blow it all. Mm. And obviously, tax year, the, end, the tax will come, tax will come, and, and it's a hefty book because mm. he's made millions. And he's like, wait, nobody told me we've got to pay tax. Nobody, yep. I don't have this money around me. And now he's got to do some shows to make the money and go pay the tax. Do you know what I mean? And, and now he's, he's learned to live off 20% of his earnings. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's a good discipline to have. 20% so of all you earn. Yeah, all you earn, yeah. Money management, man. Yeah, money management is very important. because we're not talking to discuss, discuss school unless you go decide to study nah. like but I get why they don't want to teach us. They want they don't want everyone to be thinking like yeah, this. You're not meant to like. Yeah, it doesn't help well. They want people to be as dumb as possible, work in the rat race, have a nine to five job. But you got as you said, you got, if you want to live that life, there are resources. Just tap into it and read some books about finance and money and 100%. understand how it works. That's like, it comes down to the individual. Because nobody told me to get out of my bed and, and and but I wake up early sometimes. Sometimes I generally wake up early, but. I wake up early, I'm, I'm always learning. Nobody tells me to, to go and read a book about this and that. No, I, I pick myself up and, and look and search for that information. I'm, I'm eager to learn. I want to spend a day with a billionaire. I want to be able to be around billionaires. Like, why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> why would you, you know not? I mean, yeah, you're going to learn some valuable stuff from them. Mate, life changing. Not even valuable, forget valuable. Life changing. But I always say, you're always one contact away from like your life completely changing. Because I, I know like a lot. I want to meet people. I've met people that are around me that have told me they want to become billionaires. And it wasn't it wasn't too recently I'd say um, that I've met someone that openly said I want to become a billionaire. So, Everyone around me like oh yeah I want to be a billionaire and stuff like that. So I hear it all the time, mm-hmm. but n- no one around me has ever said the words I want to become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And for me that was powerful. I was like, mate, what circle of friendship? But yeah, you need that kind of energy around you, man. Hundred percent. Like it, it just opens your eyes and you broadens your eyes and you just you just you start to think big. And this is one out. That's why I love Grant Cardone because Grant Cardone pushed me to think outside the box and want more for myself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's, like, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong as well with just wanting to have... Content life, yeah. But for me, content is not in my dictionary. I don't know what content means. I don't want to know what no it means. No content, no comfortability. What other C's are there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Cruise control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know that. Nah. To kind of wrap things up in the sense that you're 27 now, you said, yeah? Yeah, mate, yeah. And your company, which you work on, a real property venture. Real property venture, So that's yeah. all you have at the moment. Yeah, so you don't have a nine to five, you don't work. No, no, anymore. It's just this is recent due to COVID. For me, any setback is an opportunity to grow. Mm. So for me, if you choose to let that setback, some people use setbacks to just feel sorry for themselves. Nah, I'd be like, oh, life's against me. I was smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd have to come back here. I can do what I want now. I'm I'm free. It's a blessing in this Yeah, yeah. So it's just now turning that feel into energy and and let it. Make you evolve and, and grow into a better person because it's, it's pushed me like that alone pushed me to create a mastermind group. So now I've got my property mastermind group. Um, it's quite a diverse group in terms of the strategies that everyone's implementing, trying to get involved in. Um, and that would never probably would have come about. It probably would have come about in the future, but this accelerate that. And now I'm, I'm looking to grow that. So for me, it's just 
growing that stuff again that's an income stream for me which I'm, I'm now grateful for I'm trying to increase my personal my personal brand as well um, well yeah. some people would have lost their job and just started looking for another job I, I didn't I, I, even to this day I still haven't looked I, haven't, I don't know what job market is saying I, I have no idea I don't care you're just trying to figure out yourself yeah yeah, yeah 100% I'd rather struggle the way I am in my life obviously it all comes to yeah where you are in your life and well, yeah but in my in my life I'm at a point where I can make this an opportunity to, to do something for myself, to build something for myself, build income for myself, and therefore live my own life and, and do what, what it is I please to do. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm fortunate in that sense to be able to take that risk because it is, it, is, it, is, it is a risk I'm taking. I could, because like I said, I could, I could go and apply for another job again, another job, but I don't, I don't want that. Um, I, I, want, I want more, I want something different. So I'd rather have a less income for a while. Yeah, for a while. And early next year. I'm gonna be earning double while I was earning that work. Fact. 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 Absolute fact. I just can't wait. So for me, because things are things are moving forward and things are going in the right direction. So I just I just know. Now that I'm at work, I've met so many people, I've met bigger people, better people, people are pushing me on even further than where I was. So I just know, like, the income I was earning that work, that was chicken change, and I'm gonna be earning at least at least double. And you're not even working for someone else by earning double yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And in the space of a year. Listen, so for me, it's like, I can't, I'm not... But everything's happened, like, the, your whole journey has... It's, it's all been a grind. Like, people, people have seen my journey, so it's not, don't, this is not overnight success or whatever. I wouldn't call it success, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still growing, I'm still doing things. Um, but it's, it's been a journey, it's not, it's, not been, it's not been easy. I have my shit days, I have days I feel like I'm oh, fucking enough to get my way. I still do, like, you just, just got to have the mindset stuff and keep reading and, and learning to be able to overcome this thing. So mindset is a massive thing. Even in property, like people say buying property, not buying the property. It's actually more mindset than it is actually physical mm -hmm. buying the property because there's so many hurdles in property that you have to overcome. And if you haven't got a strong mindset, you just won't get there. Mm -hmm. So mindset, reading books, very important. Very, very important so, in the journey. So where do you see yourself as a young ambitious man now at 27? Where do you see yourself in 10 years time? Right, I hope I'm building there by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ten years time. Uh, right, before, 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 so by the age of thirty-seven. If we fall forty, yeah, fall forty. I think so. I think so. Yeah, first Probably put it out there, yeah. So by thirty-seven, and by the end of this year, what's your kind of like little short-term target in the next five to six months? Is so I'm looking to have five, three, three now at the moment. So two going through legals, one completing. I'm looking another two more for the end of the year. Uh, so I'm looking to have five properties by the end of this year. I want to say, not necessarily the number five, but it's less about, it's more the value of those properties. So my initial initial target is, is getting to about four to five million pounds worth of, of property. Um, obviously the income base is important for me as well because it needs to be generating income. So my initial target is, yeah, five million pound worth of property. By the end of this year, I think realistically, I'll probably be on 1.5, I would say, close to two, if not two. Um, and I'll just, I'll just keep working, but you never know. I'm, I'm looking at 1.5 million deal now, so for all I know, that could be on three million. Has it been easier to buy property with COVID right now? Because I know mm. house prices have kind of dropped. No, so, if someone that's maybe if someone's like looking to buy property, would you recommend this is a good time to? It's hit? a I've, I've said I've said it before, I feel like around the moment it's like a seller's market because the market's become flooded with a lot of investors due to the, the government obviously relief and stamp duty stuff. Mm. So everyone feels like they can come in and buy a property at the moment. So now the sellers are like, well, I've got options. I don't need to sell. I can see who, who, who's willing to pay, who wants to, who wants to, who wants to pay to get a property. So I wouldn't say the buyer's market. I think give it a few more months. When the redundancy stuff stop happening a bit more, because um, we are in a recession, whether depression will happen, nobody knows, but I don't care. 
I'm still, I'm focusing on my economy. That's the, the spotlight. Yeah, like wherever around me. I'm focusing on my economy. Listen, there's no right or wrong time. Whatever decision you make today, just just get on with it. Like, there's no there's no right or wrong better time to buy a property. The, the, listen, just now just go with it. Because for me, I'm thinking long term. I'm not looking to sell anything. So I don't care if the market drops by twenty percent. I'm not selling anything. Mm. As long as it's producing me income, like holding the properties, I'm going to have. I'm going to still have those properties. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't care what happens to the market. Also, I care in the sense of is it going to affect my my income? That's what I need to care because mm. that's when I'm at risk of losing my properties. Because if I can't pay the mortgages that are coming um, each month, then I am going to lose my properties. They're going to be re, they're going to be repossessed. So for me, I'm always in the business mindset. How can I mitigate my risk? How can I be sustainable to be able to keep up? With the payments mm. and make money from these properties. But yeah, it's, it's not it's not really a buyer's market. I would say it's a moment seller's market. When when jobs start going and stuff, maybe then potentially it could turn around, it could flip around, and it could become a a, a, a buyer's market, market because people will be under pressure, people will be losing their mortgages and stuff, which is unfortunate. But this is where the rich will come in and capitalize, mm. and they are buying at discount. Listen, they're just waiting. Do you know some of these shopping centers that are going bust? A shopping center technically is valued based on the income it generates. Mm. So the building, the, the physical building. Could be worth, you know, actual facts worth zero right now in, in business terms. But then the money brought in from those shops inside that. Yeah, because because the money, yeah, the value of the property is based on this commercial value, like in terms of what's the rental income. So now these people are stepping in, and say, "Yep, what do you want for it?" Mm. Obviously, they're gonna try and say, "Well, listen." So at the moment, nobody wants to sell a business. Nobody wants to sell a business right now. Mm. It's like the worst time to sell a business unless your business is booming. Yeah, um, of course. But even then, why would you sell a business? Yeah, exactly. Company, exactly. Yeah. So. If you're someone that's looking to sell, probably you're, you're in danger, you've got issues going on. But at the moment, if someone that's buying a business off you is business savvy, then they're looking at a discounted price. Mm -hmm. So this is why the rich are going to get stupidly rich. I think someone made a comment, there's a, there's a um, wealth switch happening at the moment, people aren't even talking about it. So some of the big companies that get, even get more big, more wealth, like Amazon is yeah, one of them, um, because, because of what's happened. Um, and literally wealth is just transferring from one person to another. Massively. Massively and, and huge streams as well, maybe like little trickles. <laughs> huge. Some people are just making billions overnight. Um, and it's which is true, because if you don't have knowledge, you will know how to make money flow to you. Um, when you do, it's endless. 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 There's loads of opportunities out there right now, but more in the business space in terms of buying businesses than I'll take property, which obviously still can happen in property because they are business businesses in properties, i.e. the commercial real estate stuff, which might be going dead, offices going dead, which could be then be potential to buy it for cheap and then convert them into uh, residential properties, which people need homes, so it's easy money to make. And if you've got the money, cash in the bank, cash deals, you don't need, you don't need this, this, this is why, this is so annoying, but this is why I say, people, when I say people are storing money, this is storing money for these kind of events, because right now, yes, there's opportunity to go and buy a property, but guess what, if the lender isn't willing to lend you money, you can't do the deal. However good the deal is, like, do you know what I mean? So you've got creative finance deal. Whether it's you finding investors who got cash sitting there, readily available, you being an investor yourself who's controlling your own wealth, and you say, I've got 10 million pounds sitting there. I can go buy the asset for, which is which was which was worth 10 million, for example, and it's now maybe worth five, because it's basically worth nothing, basically. Um, so you can give them five, repurpose it to residential, and flip that to 10, 20, whatever, however, what the opportunity is, mm. repurpose that and make your money. And you just invested five to make twenty. Um, and wait for it. And there's, there's going to be more of it. If you've got to wait for the, the for example, the, the furlough scheme stuff, 
Come to, an end. come to an end, see what business they're still saying themselves. Yeah, we're still in, people think COVID's got like, well, there's a lot more to pan Mate, out. listen, there's a lot the, more to pan the country out. printed trillions of money. Yes. That is a, it's a, if you understand how money works, that's a worrying thing. The more money, so quantitative, quantitative, quantitative easing, <laughs> easing, QE, I just call it QE, mm. easy to say, um, devalues the pound. Mm. The pound is worth less. So again, another reason why you need to increase your income because everything's getting more expensive. I don't know if you've noticed, but things are getting more expensive. Like pre-COVID, I think it was about ten pound. Got to the barbershop, shop. It's a new sign, fifteen pound, please. Oh, Obviously, this that's is a fifteen percent increase. This is this is me. This is me in in, in Midlands. I think London's like normally twenty pounds. Yeah. I don't know what the prices are now, but um, things are going up in prices. Food has gone up in price. Just everything's going up in price. In general, right? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So it's guys, tough time, increase that income. Always look to increase it. Nothing gets cheaper over life. It's only getting more and more and more expensive. So the more wealth you have, the more comfortable you be, the more you can do, the more you can support people around you. And why would you need? I mean, that's what I would say. Very good way to end it there. So I think to summarize a few things you said today, you're always earning and learning. Yeah, that's what I like that one. That's good. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And another one I think I'll, I'll take from you today.